15 minutes. Somebody go call Dre. Anybody have a phone so they can we can be getting BTS too? We didn't last time. Very little. That's my job. <laughs> I'm trying to be. We ain't lying. Let me tell me what to do. gentlemen it is tuesday again seven o'clock on the dot we are here at the mentor podcast and i just want to thank everybody for already being in the room uh it's another another jam-packed show we've got a lot of people in the room a lot of people in the comment section and of course we have a special guest today as well so we also are going to have our 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 main host doing all kinds of crazy stuff out there, taking care of babies, calling in pretty soon, and that is Say Something Dre. So we want to send, you know, our I don't hellos. Know, I don't know if he's calling, though. We're supposed to call him. I don't think he's calling. I think we got to call him. All right. Cool. Uh, and, of course, that is the one and only D. Scott, uh, the leader of semantics with D. Scott. Uh, D. Scott Music, the originator of the Mentor Podcast, and... Also, none other than Dayhan. Hey, what's going on, y'all? L. Johnson in the building. Thank you so much for being here, man, real quick so we can get it started and get everything going. We got to figure out how everybody's week was. Um, of course, we're going to call Dre and find out how his week was, but D. Scott. Sorry for interrupting your... It's your... cool. Sorry, <laughs> I saw that. I, I apologize. I learned my lesson. <laughs> I will let you do your I thing first. Just trying to keep it rolling, brother. Just be trying to, try to uh, keep it rolling. My week was well. Uh, I apologize. My week was well, man. Um, chilled. I went to go spend time with the twins again. Hey, all right. My cousin was in town. Shout out to Andre. Um, and it was good to go. Saw you know the twins saying? again. How was yeah. that? Uh, it was good, man. It was real good. The babies are little, but they chilling. So I got to hold them, sleep on my, my belly. Do you feel like you're kind of cheating now? Like, it's like... 
you get to kind of relive that joy without any of the big time responsibility and just get to give them back? Hand them right off. There oh, you go. Oh, little tink, tink, stink, stink. <laughs> Hand them right off. <laughs> Hand them right off. Absolutely. Man, I love that. I love that. I definitely do that myself. Um, my week was uh, rather eventful. Uh, I got real high for the first time in a long time, and I just don't know how to handle that lane. It's just not my thing. I was searching for a way to basically be under the influence uh, while at work without drinking, and I tested it out at home, and I basically just end up getting the best sleep of the year. So uh, I'll probably just give those gummies away to somebody. Dayhan! What's going on, brother? How you doing? Pretty good, man. What's, what's, what was your week like since last Tuesday? Uh, it's been very eventful. Uh, got done wrapping up a movie about a week and a half ago with the brother I Rock Daniels. Oh, snap. Okay. Uh, lots of amazing uh, writers, producers, actors that came in from uh, California, Louisiana, and some amazing talent here. And this week has been back to business with the, the mortgage industry and acting. So I'm back at it. Man. He sound like real successful over there. Sound busy. Man, he said with the mortgage industry. I like to hear that. Congratulations, brother. We're glad to have you here in the building. And uh, we're definitely going to get more into what you've been doing. Uh, We're going to try to give uh, Dre a call real quick so we can get an update on him, the babies, and, of course, the gunner. Uh, Let's see what's going on. We're giving him a ring right now. Um, Again, like I said, uh, this week, it it was crazy. Uh, for me, it was Pooh Shiesty concert, and uh, there was weed all around. I couldn't find enough water to keep my my lungs from burning. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just don't be in them them spaces. We was up there DJing until maybe about one o'clock, since eight o'clock, because the artists didn't show up until one. And I don't know if y'all ever have like watched a DJ like before a concert, like in like 2020 2021 but everybody is like hey i'm not here for you <laughs> I, I i know what i'm here for I'm, i may dance to a couple songs but <sighs> let's go the first time i ever did that people threw cups at me hmm. because asap rocky didn't show up till about 145 it was crazy right but it built some character looks like dre wasn't able to pick up the phone but it's all good we're gonna get right into it uh looks like we also have some yes some dope video so um those who follow up oh, there he is there we go hey dre what's going on brother Yeah, we live and indirect, man. What's what's going on with you? This is this is how was your week? We're trying to figure out so everybody knows how the week went for you, the gunner, and the twins. Hey, all right. Check her out out there. Oh, with the twins, okay. Let him know he's on we're actually you're online. You're on so everybody can see you on the screen. We got you hooked up through the HDMI. Oh shit, you ain't that. Hey. No, you good, brother? Show, show, show off that fancy neighborhood. Hey, hard work, hard work. Beautiful, man. So, how was the week, man? Maybe it's healthy. 
So the rumor has it that you're uh, the best auntie and uncle in the world was over at the house again this weekend helping with the babies. Yeah, you know what? I, I, you know what? Hands down, I'm not going. I'm not going to deny that. We got a real break this weekend. Um, they came over. Aunts, uncles came over and took the babies, and you know, and we got to sit up. We watched TV, or whatever. But like whenever they cried or diaper changed, it was just like a little little breather, you know. Even though it's only been like two weeks, man. But it's been two weeks of just <laughs> so it's work. Up at night, man. But you know what? It's not bad. It's just you don't get a solid night's sleep. You know, mm. you may get like two hours, and then you're up for two hours, and then you know, they may go back down for thirty minutes, then they up again because they're agitated. You know, so like I said, but it's not it's not hard. It's just broken sleep. Gotcha. So, they want to lay on you, so it's like not to redirect my uh, the way I sleep. Mm. You know, so just like I said, it's just readjusting. But it's good though. I'm enjoying it. Man, we happy to hear it, man. We happy to hear yes, it. Yes, sir. Definitely. And uh, we looking forward, of course, to seeing them. You know, we're going to check back in with you on next week. We yes. want you and the gunner, of course, to enjoy that walk. We appreciate her. Look, man, hey, she looks strong. She looks strong, man. Fresh, if you don't move that camera from, I mean, the camera in front of the camera. She, you got to be on the mic. Huh? Yeah. Oh. Y'all got to be on the mic? Yeah, no, it's all good. We got you on there. But, man, we going to get back to the show. Just wanted to check in with you. About, I want to talk about everything today. We got to go. We got we to guess. I know it's bad. I know all it's, right. uh, yeah, it's all tough. Because right. we know you're going to go in. Yeah. yeah, I want to go in. I'm going to join in, on the, uh, in, the, in, the, in the comments. Definitely come in in the comments, brother. Okay. Love y'all. All right. all right, buddy. Peace. Oh, man, so good. So good to see Say Something Dre and the Gunner. Uh... Like I said, she's looking healthy and strong. That's so good. They was out there walking with the twins. They got them all covered up. So that was dope. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we also have uh, some other dope video feed that we uh, have going on from uh, one of our main, uh, what would you call him, like sound sound producer? Uh, no, he well, for us, he, he fills in wherever he needs to, but he's a dope-ass uh, videographer. Um, super talented uh, young man, um, Brandon, with Black Cactus Media. Yes, indeed, Black Cactus Media. Did I say it right? Black Black uh, Cactus what? Visuals. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to kill me. He's, he's going to kill me. He's going to kill me. Right now. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. I did not. Uh, he's going to kill me. Uh, Black Cactus Visuals. And then uh, TK, the poet. PK. Yes. <laughs> you doing it on purpose now. Oh, I'm sorry. And P and PK, I'm old man, is out in Africa. And so we, if you guys follow either one of them gentlemen, look at their stories, man, and they're having a hell of a time in in Africa right now. So we want to kind of just creep on his uh, his uh, his IG page and kind of give you guys a, a sneak peek of what they've been doing since they've been there. So uh, take it away, uh, Kayla, with KB.
Yeah, yeah. The guy is fun. They were on the show. Antonio has got your phone. Take care. I got, I got your phone. So we're yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. kind of energy like we appreciate you just inviting us to be able to see this part of you all's project and we're definitely looking forward to what's going to come up from it so uh it's just going to be a gift that we're just going to be glad to be able to receive so shouts out to them pk the poet and black cactus visuals y'all are y'all are onto something amazing uh shoot so let's go to share break and then come back and get on it. All right, cool. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll do a share break at this time. If, uh, well, not if, but we need everybody that's in the comment section to go ahead and share this stream to their timeline as well as any group that you are a part of. Please do so in three, two, one.
if anyone does video, do uh, horizontal and vertical. Do both for me, please. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'm in so much trouble. Uh, Yes, yeah, let's introduce him, get background, so then we go into the shit, know where he's coming from, because we know him. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Mentor Podcast. We appreciate everybody sharing this stream uh, and making sure we get as many people in the building as possible, because we got some serious conversations to go over today. But before we do that, we want to introduce our special guest in the building, none other than Dayhan. What's going on? What's going on? Glad Man. to be here, family. Appreciate y'all. Thank you for being here. I, Absolutely. I, um, I want to say thank you because the reason, one of the reasons why you're here is uh, at the sh- at the shoot with uh, Iron uh, doing the movie. You was like, "Hey, I, I watched the podcast. You, you work with my man Fresh. That's right. Known him for 15 years. So I wanted brother. to give both. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah come on down." <laughs> and so you came down uh, after you got back in town. Yep. Uh, first person I called when you got back to touch down to see if you can come on with us uh, and join us. So thank you for coming. That's all I, I wanted to say. It. So let's go. Let's go. Yeah, man. That's energy gets good energy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I got I gotta take a quick second, D, just to give my flowers to my brother over here because yeah. we we've been rocking for fifteen to seventeen years. Yeah. It, it began at, at the Apollo group and I always respected <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a great memory. So I respected this man's I had a hustle. job back then. And yeah, I, and both of us did, you know, but we, we always were dreamers Mm -hmm. but one thing i always recognize the fact that this man was more about doing the work and implementing a strategy to make it happen beyond just the the hustle and to see his maturation and be right here man it's just a blessing hey appreciate it thank you very much um it is definitely a pleasure to to be here with the both of y'all um everybody in here is hard working and the fact that we're able to be around each other only allows us to be, you know, more accountable to ourselves. So I appreciate y'all being in the building. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. real good to see you again. Absolutely. I, when I saw I was like, he, oh, he's acting. Okay. <laughs> he never wavered. That's it was up. always, always the mission and always staying on top of making sure he could provide and take care of everybody else. So, Well, to add to those flowers, I don't know if we ever told people on this podcast how me and you met. Oh, yeah. yeah to be yeah. honest with you, I met this gentleman a year ago. Yeah. Um, actually helping somebody move out of st- out of state, right. uh, a, a woman who's moving out of state, and she needed some men to help. And I was there, and Fresh was there. It was the first time I met him. Mm-hmm. I've seen him for years as well um, on social media, doing what he does. Um, and we got to talking, got to talking that that King talk. Yeah. And I was like, Yo, I got a podcast. We about to start, man. Why don't you come and check out the facility? He came down and has never left. No. Um, no. and it's been a year straight, man. So I, again, so to your I agree with you on that, man, and I, I don't think I say that to you enough. Do you remember what the what the la- one of the last things I said to you was? Nope. So when we're getting when they're leaving because there's still like stuff to be moved and stuff before he leaves, I'm like, yo, your sons are dope, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I could tell because you're there. That's why they are the way they are. They were there all day helping, lifting. No complaints, no nothing. Just getting to work. No back talk, nothing. Just doing it. And I, I was definitely uh, in awe and admiring the whole situation. While I'm working, I'm still watching them, you know. Because oftentimes when you see other young brothers, you 
want to introduce yourself, shake the hand, squeeze a little bit, and look them in the eye and see if they've had that kind of training. Anytime I see that and I see the father, I always like take time out to be like, yo, thank you. you know, because this is this is the warrior class. Absolutely. So you've trained the warrior class and trained them well. So I, I had to tell them that. And uh, the energy's been great ever since. So um, D. Scott, what do you want to find out from our man, man, Dehan here? Man, what do you do? Why do you do it? And where you do it at? Awesome. So uh, my passion and what I do is I perform. At the end of the day, as men, we have to perform. Absolutely. In any capacity. Mm -hmm. um, one of my main passions is acting. And I've embraced that, as you know, mm -hmm. for years. And, and we met Absolutely. previously when I was embracing music and acting. Mm -hmm. Now it has transitioned to my main focus in acting. But outside of that, I have a, a really high uh, focus on economics in our community through finance mm -hmm. so i've been in the mortgage industry for the last 15 years off and on very seriously for the last five years in the broker world helping people to obtain the financing for home purchases home refinances investing in the property small commercial investments so building relationships there to really give back provide for my family and to fuel the vehicle, which is my dream, which is actually so. I'm going to ask a question later about that. Okay. Um, um, yes. So <laughs> <laughs> I get excited, start asking questions. I'll be taking over stuff. I apologize, man. So oftentimes, as men, like we understand that we have this kind of manifesto or this ultimate dream that we use to impact um, our society, even after we're gone. Right. So. You say that you, you use the basically the income being in the mortgage industry to be able to fuel your passion for acting. Yep. Now, we understand that the reason that you're in the mortgage industry is to help to fortify us and to be able to help us uh, obtain homes. As far as acting is concerned, the ultimate goal there is... The it, ultimate it, impact there yeah. is. The, the ultimate impact is to be able to create the narrative and to control the narrative of the stories in which we see mm. you know um i find myself challenged by embracing different emotions and characters and putting myself as an empath to really step into that role and become that character so i, I find joy in that in running towards the fear running towards the failure and putting so, myself say that again doing what running towards the fear and running towards the failure because the faster I run into that failure, the faster I'm going to get learn through it yep. and, and get through it and embrace that uncomfort that I might have. And, you know, as men, the taboo is really tapping into your emotions. Mm -hmm. So that's, cha that's challenging for a lot of people. So for me to put myself into what is tragedy, what is pain, what is, you know, vulnerability, what is becoming someone that isn't you on a, a normal day and really stepping into that um, and character actors I, I find has been what has shaped a lot of young men and young women over the years but for many years when as I was growing up those characters were really limited in the mm -hmm. scope and what the representation was your boys in the hood your new jack city your training days as far as a face that looked like us it was few far in between and only a few that really resonated with me when I saw, you know, Denzel in Pelican Brief or Denzel in um, The Hurricane or see him in Malcolm X. I'm like, man, 
that is a kind of man and character that I want to be able to portray and show dignity and character and respect and still be on the edge, but not uh, not compromise my values mm-hmm. or compromise what it is I want to portray. Nothing wrong in again other characters, but those are things I really resonated with. So I ingrained myself in school and um, really took a lot of my classes very serious and just embrace having an agent and going out for more roles. Okay. No, no, no. Can I say something? Yeah. Can I say something? I got something to ask you. <clears throat> of course. So my issue I have right now with acting mm-hmm. and black men in black roles, mm-hmm. um, and this I'm going to say this, and this is not a disrespectful saying, but this is something I ponder and I wonder about. Sure. Um, there's a couple of shows that I watch that I really appreciate, and um, and they're good, one being Snowfall, right? Yeah. Um, and I look at these actors that are from different continents, um, and they're getting these roles playing these 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 black Americans. Mm-hmm. And what I wonder is, because you said something that was very important, do is it is it happening because, again, sometimes we're portrayed. No, not sometimes. All the times we're portrayed to the to the world outside world, and I'm gonna say the outside world, which is the out, the world outside of our culture, as what black is. And so if you ask somebody who's not black American, I need you to act black. There's not a disrespect that goes with that because they've also been taught what black looks like in America. So they can they can acquiesce, go into those roles and be thuggish and be blah, blah, blah. Where if you ask a black man to play a black role and you're from from America, I'm going to get offended. What does that mean? Because, again, we're vast. Right? Do, do actors get do black actors get offended by that? Well, I. I I'm sure some do. I mean, we as a culture aren't monolithic, so you're going to have people like who said this. I'm not sure if it was um, was it Kendrick. It said, "I'm an artist. I'm I'm sensitive about my shit." And it's, it's, Erica very, said it first. Yeah. Erica okay. Badu. Erica Badu. So yeah, Erica Badu. She's an artist. She's sensitive about her shit. I think to an extent, we all have a a bit of sensitivity when it comes to our craft. When you're on the ones and twos, you're looking to create that perfect set. And someone goes and gives you feedback. It's not really about the feedback. It's about the tone and the delivery. But either way, you're still going to feel some kind of way about the criticism that you get. Mm-hmm. And as an artist, if you're always striving for perfection, you're going to get a level of criticism. And it depends on the, the vessel in which receives that criticism on how they take it. So ad- to address what you're saying, that has been something that has impacted me and many other actors for years. I can say, thankfully, there's a lot of actors that are stepping into that role to, to change the narrative. Your Lakeith Stanfields, your Jason Michels, your Commons, your Idris Elba's, your Anthony Mackie's, your Michael B. Jordan's. There's a lot of actors right now that are getting platforms to where they can begin changing the narrative of what, what it looks like to be a melodied man. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, it just takes more of us. The more that we right. have, more unification, the more we can change. But the Idris is not from America, right? Exactly. No, so, but he's just talking about changing. The I'm narrative talking about the changing the narrative. No, no, yeah. I, I, I. But I'm saying, does it not look like in 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 Hollywood they go to yeah the 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 black man that's not from America because it again that slavery thing don't sting the same because you're not from here, right? I, I, so, I can tell you why that is to an extent. And, and this isn't to, to minimize that because a part of me does feel a way, mm-hmm. especially if at the end of the day, we are Americans. American has a very tattered history as mm-hmm. Americans, but the, the, the standard for America has always been Eurocentric. We mm-hmm. escaped a continent 
to be able to become the minimal version of that continent, mm. you know? So the standard of what theater and acting looks like from a European standpoint is a lot more arduous, it's a lot more strict, it's a lot more higher level in the eyes of many people in Hollywood because in Europe, they take the theater very, very seriously. Mm. And most of the training comes from a theatrical background. So the transition into film and to have a theatrical background typically gives you an advantage. Some of the best actors that you see that have accolades, a lot of them have theater backgrounds. Right. Because, well, you know? and that's because in America they stripped us from our arts, and, right? And, and that's what it is. So uh, many of the, the, the A-list actors that you see to this day, like a, a Denzel Washington, perhaps, or let's see, um, I'm trying to think, even a Samuel Jackson, a Morgan Freeman, Many of them are theatrical actors. Mm -hmm. They came out of theater. So that was a standard. I don't know what, what, what the funnel on which acting is coming out of in every aspect, but many of the actors that make it to the A-list have a very heavy Shakespearean, dramatic, and theater background. God, God bless the dead, but uh, the Black Panther. Chadwick Boseman, uh, Tupac, Shakur. Tupac, yeah, you know these Keep are all the arts focus specifically on that craft. Many of the actors that we see that don't have the same type of accolades, they kind of fell into acting. Mm -hmm. Like they found out that hey, I'm gonna do a play one day and I like it, but I'm playing ball, or I'm studying to go into business, mm -hmm. or whatever my lifestyle they, they is. Fit they fit stereotypical. They, they fit roles, but they're, but, they're not mm -hmm. focused. 100 mm percent -hmm. from the time they're 10 years old in theater well but there are there are a lot that are right and they don't yeah. talk about that and i guess one of my biggest issues are is in in our culture we make that look like you're a punk if you're acting if you're in drama if you're taking a uh, uh choir right, right. Mm -hmm. like that's soft and we need to change that we need to change that because those people are the ones that are directly going to shape the way that America sees us or we influence America because they're the ones on TV. It takes other mentors, though, for that. It does. Play take on words. So got to give a shout out if he's even watching Robert Johnson, my theater teacher. Mm -hmm. He is the one that was one of the main influences for me trans transitioning out of playing ball. Like in my, in my mind, playing football was my way up. Mm -hmm. I played Pop Warner from the time I was six years old. Asthmatic. My mom was like, no, you're not going to have asthma. I'm going to put you on the grass. You're going to play football. And I was good. You know, all through, you know, elementary, junior high school, high school, played football. And at that point in time, I was kind of one of them kids that just got a, got along with everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody was playing magic. Everybody that was beatboxing on a table. The guys that might be an, a, an outcast. No matter who you look like, I like kind of just roaming around. And, my, and the teacher at the time, he just watched me. And he pulled me to a side and was like, hey, you know what? I know that you are, you know, this big-headed, talented athlete, but there's something in you beyond that. Mm. And you need to explore that and give an opportunity to not be married to this dream. So, you know, the next next semester, I took a drama class and just fell in love, was doing Midsummer Night's Dream and A Few Good Men and King Richard III and never would think that I'd be wearing makeup and wearing costumes. <laughs> <laughs> After that, I got dudes like, man, you wearing Tommy Hilfiger one day, the next day... You're over here in a, a crown, and you got makeup on, and you're singing, you know, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. But I, I just loved it. Mm. So, Mr. Johnson. Shout out to Mr. Johnson, man. Yeah, that was yeah. extremely impactful. Um, when was the last time you saw him? It has been several years. I want to say it's been at least three years. 
I made a point over the over the last two decades. I'm kind of aging myself here. Yeah, that's all good. To always go back and just search for him. So I believe he's recently retired. Mm. But um, anyone that went to Washington High School and had Mr. Johnson as a theater teacher would probably no, say the I same did. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Man, congratulations. That's huge to be able to remember the source. Oftentimes we get a little bit lost yeah. in the rigmarole and kind of forget the actual spark. Um, have you had an opportunity to kind of give that fruit back to somebody that Mr. Johnson gave to you? I have. My kids. Yeah? Yeah, my, my kids and also my wife. Mm. So it was never something that was my wife's dream to be an actress. Like when mm. I met her, her passion was dancing. Gotcha. And she transitioned into corporate America, very, very successful in those those pursuits and then into business. But she watched me over the years booking commercials, doing short films, doing television shows. It's like, you know what? I, I, I can do this, you know? So she got with my agent and she's been booking jobs. My kids watched it. Say, hey, daddy, I want to be on TV. And I pulled them to a side and said, hey, it's not about that. It's about you overcoming a fear. It's about you stepping into uh, a character that you really can embody. And there's work behind this. And you have to study your craft. So, you know, they begin, you know, working on theater. And I'm not theater, but, you know, doing little YouTube videos yeah. and practicing. And every now and then, like, I want to go on an audition. They booked a couple jobs. So. Nice, man. Congratulations. The whole family eats. We wanted to uh, take time out to kind of see what your background is. We we used to do, we kind of did them differently before, but I think it's kind of important to, to introduce and talk to our guests first. Of course. Um, and, uh, but we kind of want to move on because uh, today has been a very, uh, in one sense, it's been a, a day of relief. Uh, and I'll start off if you don't mind. Sure. Um, a scary day where I couldn't watch TV because I was afraid of an outcome that would even worse break my heart um, in a certain sense. Just to find out that um, <laughs> hours later, um, here we are again um, with the uh, the death of a 15-year-old uh, little, little girl that was shot by a police officer and don't know all the details behind it but from what i've seen on social media they're saying that um there was an altercation and she had a knife and she called the cops the cops came out didn't ask many questions and started shot her four times in the chest and she died um and so that's all i don't know um but the idea of that is horrible because it doesn't surprise us mm -hmm. um we have to in our in my mind this is my idea we have to think about justice outside of the justice system um and what other american has to do that what other american has to second guess matter of fact we watched a show last night and actually it's pretty good a 50 cents new show or show i don't know what it's called but the black dude's a lawyer anyway whatever it's good mm -hmm. um the one of the main scenes was him getting pulled over by cops and it almost felt like a horror movie mm. And it's like, I sat back and was like, since when should being pulled over by cops be the horror point of the movie? And that's the reality that some of us are in, um, that you're in this room to where it feels like a horror movie. And um, and I will say this, and we'll, we'll, we'll ask you guys what you feel about it, but I was in the car with one of my colleagues, um, and we're going into a deep part of, the, of a, a, a rural area. Uh, he's, and he's not black. And we're driving, and I'm seeing farms and farm animals. 
And I said to him, hey, you know that feeling you feel when you go into the hood, that untight, uneasiness you, you feel because you don't ever go? Um, that's how I feel when I'm here. And he looked at me, and I was like, I just need you to recognize that you feel a way about an area that you don't go into. And we often feel that way about every area that we go into. Um, and you probably he's probably safer in your neighborhood than he's safer in mine yeah. than, I, than we are sometimes yeah. or the idea of that but it, he looked at me almost puzzled and I was like there's there's never a day off um, when you wear the skin color there's never a day off um, and and I don't know if we even think about that enough mm-hmm. um, we're, we're, and, we're conditioned to believe that this is normal so I, I wanted to, somebody asked me earlier and I just wanted to ask the you guys, um, when you heard the verdict, did that cue any celebration for you? It it did for me for half a second, and then I realized, oh, he a man died, mm-hmm. um, and we're just happy that the guy who murdered him went to jail, mm-hmm. um, and we almost feel lucky that it went that way. Mm-hmm. Again, where are we at? That's right. what I felt um, in regards to that. I, I was torn because at the end of the day, a win's a win. Mm-hmm. And we've had a lot of L's for years, decades, <laughs> centuries, lots of L's. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, I, I had to really pause for a second and ask myself a question. And that is, why are we celebrating what's the right thing to do? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't that be the standard? I mean, we're, we're really at a point where we're begging and we're rioting and we're marching just for justice to be served. Mm -hmm. And again, it's beautiful that justice was served, but the Floyd family can never get their, (laughs) their brother, their son, their, you know, father back, no no matter what. And the fact that this happened on camera in front of the entire world, take that for what it is. Yeah. It's a, it's an extremely low bar. It's a, it's a low bar to see an execution Mm -hmm. on tape from the people that are supposed to be in, you know, law enforcement. Mm-hmm. We can't even say protect and serve right. at this point. It's law enforcement. They're enforcing laws. Mm-hmm. Talk to anyone that's a law a or, police or officer. Or just bias. Just that, enforcing that's right. bias. And, and enforcing stereotypes, yeah. you know. And shout out to anyone that's been in, in law enforcement because, damn, it's a fucking tough-ass job. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, retired police officers in my family. I have police officers that are friends of mine, that are neighbors of mine and talk to me about the experience, but it can get quantified depending on what your experience is, but this is the bare minimum. So it's it's a good start, but hopefully it starts a conversation, and above and beyond that, more legislation to where we can start talking about eliminating things like qualified immunity, because once the money gets impacted, the behavior changes. Yeah, all the time, all the time, and that's... um, When I heard that question, the first thing that came to mind was like, uh, you know... Uh, there's no no real celebration right. here, um, and I kind of just made it a parallel to you. Remember when gas used to be like ninety nine cents, <laughs> and like then it went to three dollars, and yeah. it was three dollars so long we just was happy when it was two ninety eight. Yeah, we took it, and you, that's just the reality. So basically, the reality for us is to pay the expensive price, and if we get a little bit of a refund, it's like we're almost programmed to be relieved by it, and it's like. No, I think it's. I, I think we're in a better situation now that we're starting to realize that's not a victory. And not only that, considering what happened to the 15-year-old girl shortly after, right. shows us that this is 
this is a kind of situation that folks just don't give a damn. And they will not pay a price. And if you try to force them to pay a price, then they will rebel. So I don't, I don't know if you guys uh, – basically what I'm trying to say is there's going to have to be a, a conflict where one side has to tell itself, I have a virus – and I must rid myself of it, kind of like right now in Arizona, right? The largest uh, white supremacist gang, their leader was just uh, arrested here in Chandler. Like, did any of y'all know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, there, there was a group of, of Nazis and white supremacists that were marching all through downtown. Yeah, they were in East Lake Park. Just, just they were in the hood. Days ago. <laughs> they were in the in hood. East Lake Park. You know what? Yeah, they... So. I don't I I'm not I'm not going to like I'm not going to not give them credit because they know when to be there. Exactly, they, yeah. It's, they it's know timing, yeah. This weekend where we were, we were in Scottsdale and on, on the west side and it, if they really wanted to be around because there was uh black folks from Milwaukee, Miami and Los Angeles all throughout the city. There was nothing but out of state IDs everywhere and nobody was downtown and they know that. If they wanted to be around us, they could, but they don't want to be. Well, they, they didn't want smoke. They want attention. Yeah, it's two different things. Absolutely. You know what I'm so, uh, again, going back, that we have to have a situation where there is a – like we have civil conflicts amongst ourselves to, you know, resolve our own issues and our own deficiencies. There's a side that has to do that as well. And until they decide to do that, we have to unfortunately – I believe identify first as you're a potential threat until you show me otherwise. And I think we've almost gotten used to just doing that. Like you have an F until you have an A. And even when you have an A, I'm still going to be like, you know, and that's just the reality of us, you know, living this way. Now the question becomes, um, when you're talking to your, your fruit, your children, do you strip the innocence and say this is what the world is until it's something else or do you incrementally strip their innocence I mean like anything it's always in stages um, you can only deal with children in the capacity in which they can obtain information um, so like anything um, it's not stripping their innocence it's, it's just giving them the information that they need in order the tools that they need to process the information that they can. Like you're not talking to a, a, a five-year-old about sex. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's not what you're doing. You might tell them don't touch stuff and all that, but you're not having a deep, long in, a conversation. When your children get to the point to where they're in middle school, uh, for me, I would say for me, uh, when they were in middle school and that's when they start traveling outside of your 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 ground, your ground arms or your family's arms mm-hmm. and they're staying at people's houses and they're doing things like that, you start – at that point, for me, that's when the conversation start happening about, look, you know how to act, blah, 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 blah. 13, conversation was, hey, you're not like your friends mm-hmm. if they're white. Like, it, the rules don't apply. Mm-hmm. So you can't be around people that are doing bad because it's always going to fall back on you, period. Mm-hmm. Your friends don't have to call you out. It does, it's not necessary. The police are going to make it for you're going to be the fall guy. Because the police officers, if they're white, the people they're talking about look like their children. They're going to protect them. Mm-hmm. So you are going to get 
the, the, the brunt of it. Always know that's the case. Now, the way the state, the state of America is right now, it's easy for them to swallow that. It wasn't easy a couple years ago because you're tripping, Dad. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't see it. Um, and they don't see it when they're not a threat, right? And in certain environments, you're just not a threat mm. uh, until you until you start growing hair and you're in other and you start looking like closer to a man. Mm. You then understand that you start looking like the threat and you just don't have the same. You can't walk the same way. You can't do the same things. You can't have the same type of fun because it's not fun. It's detrimental to the to your life. Mm. You can't just go smoke weed with your homies uh, at the park on a on a Saturday night. Uh, and drink beer, bomb, do beer bombs in the in the park at because you're 16 years old. That's not we don't do that, mm-hmm. but you can't do that. You can't you can't do everything <clears throat> Billy can do. You just can't do it. Um, I rather give him that information mm-hmm. than the I told you so later mm-hmm. or explain to him why they got a felony, why they got and why they have to do community service and why and why and why and why they can't go to college now and why and why and why. So I rather me being I rather be right. I'd rather be wrong and be right than be right and be wrong. So um, that's just the way it is. That's my take on it. Dayan, you, you feel like um, you have to rip, rip the Band-Aid or just kind of peel things back layer by layer? I think it depends on the circumstance. Um, wis- wisdom is the applied knowledge based upon your observed experience or lived experience. Mm-hmm. So to D's point, if <clears throat> you're a father, you're a mother, uncle, aunt, grandfather, grandmother, in order for you to prepare the next generation of how to not go through the same mistakes or to change the narrative, you have to prepare them. It's, it's kind of difficult to prepare someone for something they've never seen, mm-hmm. they've never felt they've never experienced. So how do you give a child who's living in the TikTok dinner generation, who when they get to their school for all intents and purposes, having situations like George Floyd or Dante, right, is a one-off. But for us, we've seen it historically over and over and over and over again, and that's one layer. And then our parents, one generation away, they see even, even more, and then their parents, it was a lived experience. So yes, we're at a point now where People are like, you know what? I'm not putting up with this shit. And we have white allies and Latinos and Asians because some of them are also experiencing microaggressions because of ill treatment too in different ways. Mm -hmm. Like the Asians that recently felt it. Again, we all have our own struggles, but I believe the unification is going to be what changes the narrative. So um, I'm all for a little bit of a different approach than some people. Mm -hmm. And sometimes... The only way people will respect you is when they get hit in the mouth, too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm not saying that we go militarize and do all that. But at the end of the day, it's like we, we there has to be a different approach than someone getting murdered. There's an uproar. Black Twitter, Twitter goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Let's hit the streets. Let's protest. Let's bang some stuff up so Fox News can highlight the, the rioting. And then the, the cycle goes over and over again. Time mm-hmm. goes on. People forget about it. Somebody gets killed. Black Twitter goes crazy. <laughs> it's like right. it's like you're it watching. Stop. It's Alice in Wonderland. You're literally watching the same movie play over mm-hmm. and over and over again to where day. it's Groundhog's Day. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm 38 years old and I remember this exact same shit being eight years old. Mm-hmm. You know, 
What's changed? More access. It happens faster. Someone gets killed, I can see that killing live stream. Mm. So it's like we we are getting this, I want to call it like social programming. Social programming, it's almost like violence porn. <laughs> you're just, trauma porn. Yeah, it's, yes. it's trauma porn that you, you, you're subjected to. So you, you got to either cut yourself off. And, did you, know. you guys hear about the police officer that had 400? He finally got caught for planning, um, planning drugs on um, on black people, and there's 400 cases that they're looking at, and they're looking at overthrowing because he he was dirty. I, I didn't. I should have sent it over, but I mean, again, yeah, shit is crazy. I didn't hear about that, but I did hear about the the black police officer that just recently wore won a Supreme Court case. The woman. The woman, yes, and I, Lord forgive me, I, I don't know know this queen's name, but I want to say the incident went something like this: uh, her and her partner were apprehending someone during some interaction. Mm-hmm. He went to accosting and assaulting this man. She went to stop him, say, "Hey, we're not going to, yeah, he's you doing know, a yeah, do a chokehold and, and murder this man in front of me." So she tried to try to pull him off of of the uh, quote unquote assailant. Well, the other officer uh, then reported her. No, 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 not not reported her, but he continued to punch her in the face, mm-hmm. break her jaw for, for what happened. And um, she ended up getting uh, reprimanded for that. Fired and, and lost fired, her retirement. Lost her job, lost her retirement. She had to fight that for 16 years and just won. Good God. So the, the, the end of the story is like, yes, she won. But she became like a CDL driver when her passion was to be a police officer, trying to do the right thing, lost her pension, got her jaw broke, but it took her a decade and a half just for the right thing to happen. Black tax. Her name is Carrie O'Horn. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh, by the way. Carrie Shout out to her. Shout out Absolutely. To her. Goodness gracious. So basically, this is the reality of uh, blackness in America and understanding that uh, your normal is nobody else's normal and you basically have to do a delicate dance on a high wire in order to uh make it without considerable uh aggression uh from another place but we also just have to accept the fact that that aggression is going to be there and we're just going to have to deal with it which is what we've been doing uh however uh, there are definitely going to be other ways that we can combat this. Um, I think, like, you know, I, I talked about you guys being excellent fathers and preparing the warrior class. Um, I think the way that you prepare them incrementally, you know, helps to keep things from this happening to your boys. Um, also, you know, financially, you know, coming together and, and being our own revolution financially. Anytime that something like this happens we don't necessarily need to give uh attention and streams to places that are owned you know by folks that are not us like if we are if we want to share our news we can share it on another space and that can take you know finances away from other spaces now obviously that looks like oh no the the white person that owns twitter is not the white officer that shot somebody you're right However, I have to show some kind of exclusivity to show that I'm not playing. I can't shoot you. I can't fight you. But I have to fortify something. Um, That's just my idea. I think 
financially you revolutionize and also you create the black haven in the home that teaches your children there is a delicate dance and you are on a high wire um and to you all's point you know layer by layer you know for what they can handle what i've decided to do was make it real simple um as a farmer you tend to your soil Mm -hmm. bottom line is you tend to your soil why do you tend to your soil because you need good soil to grow good fruit or good crop right so i'm not worried about the farm over there i'm worried about the farm that that I own the land that I own and I need to tend that soil. Mm-hmm. And so I need to fertilize it. I need to water it. I need to tend to it. And so maybe instead of making it look so arguous or against somebody else, it's not, I'm just going inward because I'm taking care of my soil. Um, and, and, and that's what it should be anyway, because that's the fruit in which that I, I can bear. So it needs to go this way. Mm-hmm. And so to the, to the point, um, of the uh, of the uh, teacher, is was he black? Of course he was. Okay, I, you know, I, I didn't want to even. Yeah. I didn't. Wa- I didn't want to assume though. Yeah, right. I didn't want to assume. I did yeah, too, but uh, let's not. Right. Um, he tended to a soil. You know what I'm saying? Um, and the fact of he uh, he he helped water something in you that grew something that can now grow something else, and that's what, and just that itself. If we can all do that and look for ways to do that, um, and then over time we become something different than what we are. And I think we're starting to, without even thinking about it more, the yelling and screaming don't work. Right. We're, we're we're realizing and recognizing that the yelling and screaming doesn't work. So therefore we have to start doing the things that other people do to get change. And so we have to get educated. We have to understand how the judicial system works or the judicial system does not work. Um, and start looking at those things of ways to, again, tend to our soil. And so, honestly, I don't even call the justice system, I don't spell it that way. I really think they meant to say just us. This is just about us, and we're going to put a system in here that's just about us, because that was the plan. So when you said earlier about European and coming over here to have a minimal, no, they came over here to have a radical. They wanted to be different than their what they considered oppressor because they had rules, and they wanted to be unruly. And so they came over here and decided to make their own rules. And and guess who wasn't a part of that plan? You know what I'm saying? Anybody who didn't look like them. And so um, that's cool. I don't have hate in my heart. I have nothing but love to give. Mm-hmm. So the love just goes to the soil. That's what it is. Can't hate me for that. But that's what I can't control. You know what I'm saying? My seed. So, um, but, And my seed just happens to be more than just my children. So Absolutely. At the end of the day, uh, for me, it's uh, powernomics. Black justice system, black media, black school, black business. Uh, And there was one other thing, but we can get back to that. Um, But having that allows you to have some kind of power and to move in other spaces uh, and not be uh, a victim. And you can be more of a victor. So um, listen, man. Thank you, brother. I really thank appreciate you, I appreciate you being here. Absolutely. Um, D. Scott, thank you so much for the gems as far as what you lay on, you know, to your sons. Um, we want to kind of change some of the energy in the room. Yeah. It's been a, kind of a crazy day, and we want to definitely uh, shift on to one of the favorite uh, sections of the show, which is Black Jeopardy. Uh, have you ever watched us play Black Jeopardy here? I haven't. Oh, okay. <laughs> haven't. It, gets, it gets crazy. 
I've, seen it, I've seen it on SNL. So let's see if it's anything, <laughs> if it's anything like that. A little bit different, but we're going we gonna to get all of that ready. Um, and I just want to say uh, <laughs> shout out to uh, Brandon Sellers. He says, miss you guys. Hey. Uh, Busy says, happy 420. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chris said, D. Scott, become a congressman. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, so... It's, it's good to have everybody back in the room. 22 people in the room. Thank you guys so very much. Shout out to you. We are getting uh, Black Jeopardy ready for the screen right now. So what we want to do is just take a quick share break. And uh, everybody get your get your Twitter fingers ready to answer all the questions. And uh, we'll have Asha Flock of Flame to explain the rules in just a moment. <laughs> so we want to share break. Please share this to your timeline and to any group that you're a part of so we can have as many people participating and playing as possible in three Two, one. That shirt is cold as shit. Yeah. That shirt is the truth. I love that. Yeah. It's that's fire. That's dope. Yeah. I like that a lot. I was I like it so much I'm mad that I didn't come up with that idea. Like, why I didn't come up with that? That's dope. Thank you, thank you again for coming on. Oh, thank y'all. I appreciate it. We gotta get her mic too. It will be one. Busy a fool. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Black Jeopardy, and now here from none other than Asha Flock of Flame. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I hope everyone's having a good week. Um, so, everyone's favorite part of the show, Black Jeopardy. So, the game rules. Players will pick a category and a point value. Players must give the answer in the form of a question. Players must utilize their buzzers to properly answer a question. You want to do the sound effect? Nope. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, there we go. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Players have 10 seconds to answer. Once a player hits Ooh. their buzzer, they must provide an answer, even if the question was not completely asked. A wrong answer will result in the deduction of points. Continue until all the questions have been answered and the player with the most points wins. Dang, check out Ash with all the rules. <laughs> <laughs> we are official. No, we are official. Shout out to Ashi with the rules, man. That's what's up. All right, cool. Well, um, categories. Categories, oh, please. Yes. Right, categories are black film, black foods, black sitcoms, black music, and black actors. Awesome. Well, uh, just in case you don't know, uh, our guest gets a gimme. Uh, so they're on their first mistake. They get a gimme. All right. Um, you also uh, go first. Okay. Um, and I don't have a problem with that. I love it. Let's go. Let's have some fun. Yay. Uh, I'm, la- I'm last week's winner, but. Okay. <laughs> no. He had to say it. He just had to say it. I'm, I'm had... the last six weeks. See, he had to say it. Okay. He had to say it. I knew that I shit. It. I knew it was coming. That's why I was just waiting. Why wouldn't you say it? I didn't have a problem with if that. you had six rings, wouldn't you tell somebody you got six rings? Yeah, I didn't have a problem with that. This, uh, so let's let's go with um, let's go with black film. Four. Four. Four hundred. Okay. All right. Name the movie where this classic line is from. King Kong ain't got. Oh. What is training day? Yes. That was go. close, man. You can, that was close. close. But, but we know. Yeah. We know. Oh. <laughs> All right. Four 
right. You want to go ahead and do the do it for us? Want to go ahead and recite that line for us? Can you do that? All right. King Kong ain't got shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's go with black actors for 300. This actor was snubbed for an Oscar in his role in the Spike Lee movie Malcolm X. Who is Denzel? Hold on, man. You didn't say who. I hit that. Got. I heard that go up. I don't know about you. I'm getting hot. You're taking my points away from me. I hit that first. Yes, I hit it first. Well, I could be light skinned around here. What's going on? Pull the card. What is go. going on? Here we go. Gotta be in shape. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> All right, let's go. All right, guys. That was a party foul. I, I, I had to wait for you to say something. <laughs> no, we don't give D Scott more light. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some concealer. Oh, oh, did you hear that? No, I did. She said, some concealer. Got it. Flames is coming with it. Oh, Goodness. is that about your face? God What's bad. concealer? What's that? Yeah, oh, I know I'm looking shit. greasy. God damn it. <laughs> Just okay. All right. Oh. Okay. Uh, who is Denzel Washington? No. No, you got it. Oh, okay. I know. Get take his points. Four twenty. I'm not smoking right now. Let me go with black music for three hundred. Thank you. You know what I'm saying. This song was written by Michael Jack. This song, written by Michael Jackson, is the best-selling album of all time. Ooh, is that right? What is mm. off the wall? Mm-hmm. What is Thriller? Thriller, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Thriller, yeah. I had it too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, black sitcoms for 500. Double Jeopardy. Hey. <laughs> is it Double Jeopardy? Oh. That was is it Double Jeopardy? There's today. Oh, wow. And Martin, where did Tommy work? Take all his uh, uh, Tommy points. didn't have a job. Ten, nine, eight, oh, I, we did seven, six, five, oh, four. Take all his points. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Take all his points. Nope. No, it was a, it was a, it was a. Uh, he worked for kids. He worked at a. Uh, yeah, we, we he worked at he worked at a. Uh, uh, let's make sure he's remember. negative. He is negative. Who? Yeah. Oh, not me. Oh yeah, yeah. What do you work at? What is the Boys and Girls Club? Okay. And you could have got that. No, because I wouldn't have said Boys and Girls Club. I'd have been like, uh, what is the uh, the Children's Center? The Children's Center. I would have said it right. Miss <laughs> Sweetie said, it's a trick question. We had this one before. She be here, man. She be here every week. I love it. Thank you, baby. Okay. Is it back to me? Is it? No, no it's, it's fresh. It's, it's fresh. It's fresh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, black foods are 500. This is a juice flavor. What is red? Yes. Damn, I thought it was going to be purple. No, we might have had this before. We might have had this before. A couple of them? Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Check, check out this Hey man, anything with that food, I'm gonna be all right a little bit. Uh, I will take um, uh, 
Black music for 100, please. Black music for 100, please. Okay, these are song lyrics. Mm. And if you don't get this, shame on you. <laughs> I'm so in love with you. Whatever you want to do is all right with me. Uh-uh, not today. But what, what's the question? It's the lyrics. God damn it. So the song? Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, I was about to count you down. I'm so in love with you. Whatever you want to do is all right with me. <clears throat> do I have to name the song of the person? Oh. Mm. Who is Al Green? Uh, hey. Hey. Oh, wait, hold up. Oh, yeah. 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 Maybe be so brand new. Countdown. Did you? Okay. Ah. Oh. Let's stay together. Let's stay together. Stay together. What is let's stay together? But I said who. I don't got to do both. I ain't got to do who and the what. Who says that? Uh, no, you ain't the judge. You're, you're not, not the judge. Not the so judge. how you going to uh, get your hands on the button? You're not the judge. Flocker, get him, flame. <laughs> Burn his ass, flame. You the one who stopped it. She was, I got my points. But. No, no, there's no but. There's no but. She explained the rules. No, no, no. Did she say anything? Why are you interrupting this? She she explained the rules. You are. Why are you having a conversation? Mesmerized by you singing. Hey, you. Why are you having it? She did not stop no buzzer. Don't hit the. Take a point for hitting the buzzer. How do I take a point for hitting the buzzer when I got the question right? I'm about to take points for disorderly conduct. Not from over here. Okay, tell them. What is the flame? I didn't answer wrong. Did that flame? Did I answer wrong? What's, right along. what's the jury? You got your point. Thank really? you. Yeah. I'll take uh I'll take uh, uh He's not a guest, you don't get no gimme? Sir. Right. Hey, hold up. I didn't get a gimme. No, that was just a long ass answer. Oh, <laughs> I gotta have a gimme. <laughs> Hold up! But y'all didn't break these rules down yeah. for me. You I, don't know, I don't know what give me. I didn't know. I didn't know what give me meant. You, you gotta give me. Give me them thousand <laughs> points. Give me them thousand points. You gotta give. Me. Uh, I'll take a. I'll take a black film for one hundred, please. Black film for one hundred, please. This member of. Uh, no, no, no! I, before she said the thing. <laughs> before. <laughs> Before she even said anything, I was. Yep. Damn. Now I remember. Yeah, she even started. I was over here. Come on now. She didn't even start. Who are you? (laughs) Ghostly figure in the room. Oh, he wants to keep that streak bad. Let's compose ourselves. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and start. I'm just saying, you, you, everybody over here like, yeah, he, he, he got it. He got Some, it. Somebody, somebody feels threatened today. No, 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 no. no. I, I feel ganged upon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got to cheat. He over here like, yeah, let's take it. Ain't LeBron is his favorite. Let the man take his L's if he going to take his L's. Don't be helping this man. LeBron is his favorite player, and you see he's trying to get people on his team so he wins. LeBron's your favorite player? I don't want you to be KD up in here. Ah, uh-huh. look at you, trying to get everybody on your side so you can win at number seven. All right, KD. Okay, here we go. We're going to move along. Yes, let's move on. He, you see how he's acting? <laughs> I'm going to start over. Yes. I'm going to start over. This member of Zamunda Royalty traveled to America to find his queen in Queens, New York. Who is 
Prince Hakeem. Yes. Yeah, I was about to mess that up. I was about to say Hakeem. <laughs> <laughs> that was a trick question because I said member. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Um, let me get black actors for 400. All right, come on, come on, come on. This Hollywood beauty has performed in past roles with her character's name, in which her character's names were Lisa Wilkes, Bird, Brandy, Debbie, and Nina Mosley. Who is Nia Long? Yes. Damn it. You. Good one. Who's Bird? Where's Bird? Who's Bird? Uh, Soul Food. I didn't even watch that movie. Mm. How you not? Cola. (laughs) How you not watch Soul Food? No, let's not even. Let's not even. I I know. Every time we do this. Listen, I don't be liking all that trauma all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Vanessa Williams was on his ass. She was. She was. Uh, Black film 500, please. In Love and Basketball, Monica played abroad in this country after college. Wow, that was a good one. That's why it's 500. Who was paying attention? She couldn't speak. She couldn't speak the language. Uh-huh. Was was she over there long? <laughs> the ghost is active. Today. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh shoot! Tasha already said it. Did she? Okay, we already got. What's this? I'm so ashamed. What is Spain? Oh, Tasha was yeah, wrong. Spain. <laughs> Tasha was wrong. Spanked. She was he was a spank, huh? Her college mate went to Italy. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was Spanked. Don't ever let a freshman take your spot. Uh, <laughs> uh black foods for four hundred. Who made the <laughs> What is potato salad? <laughs> no. Who made the potato salad? What do you mean? Oh fuck. Uh-uh, wrong. I thought you were going to get that wrong, and I hit the button. Hey, thank you, because I didn't even know you did. Come on, KD. <laughs> it, it has to be. Uh, <laughs> who made the macaroni and cheese? Yes. There, no, that's bullshit. <laughs> that has never been what it is. <laughs> it's, always, it's always who made the potato salad. <laughs> I, I thought so, too. Bullshit. I, I, I thought it was too. It's never been who made the macaroni and cheese. Nobody. What is more important in the house? Wait, black the macaroni food? and cheese or the potato salad? Depends on the pin. But usually we asking who made we the made, potato we salad. We ask who made the potato salad. That. Usually we eat the macaroni cheese and be like, who made the macaroni cheese? <laughs> After you ate it. You don't even eat the um, potato salad until That's you know right. who made it. That's right. That I, I agree. She didn't say before consumption or after. That's some... Yeah, it's 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 gotta be Ooh, potato salad. Okay. Uh, What's the ball? <laughs> Black music for four hundred. <laughs> he got that wrong. And lost the points on the taste. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's robbery here. It's spicy. Oh. All right, the hometown of the members of Boys to Men. <sighs> what is Philadelphia? What? Thank you. Motown Philly back again. What or where? Doing it, huh? I'm fucking. Oh, okay. About to say, I'm getting. I'm gonna throw something. (laughs) I need that one. Ten, nine, eight. Okay. Uh, the next one. Uh, black actors for one hundred, please. Black actors. I'm gonna scratch my way in this motherfucker. One hundred. One hundred. One hundred. If I mispronounce this, don't judge me, you guys. 
Ma Rainey on Ma Rainey's Big Black Bottom. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> oh, who was the actress? Yeah. Oh, shit. Ma I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, oh, my God. I'm so... I, damn it. Oof. Is that a porn movie? No. Big Black Bottom? I don't know. <laughs> well, who? What movie you know? Name Big Black Bottle. God, oh who? man, this is family friend. Big Black Bottle. <laughs> oh man, am I saying it right, Ma Rainey? Yeah, yeah, Ma yeah, Rainey. Right. Ma Rainey's Big Black. Never Bottle. heard that movie in my life. Lady. I, just don't, I can't say her name, uh, and we gonna be mad. This is a movie. Five, four, three, two. Who is Viola Davis? Ah, oh, I wow. told you. Big Black Bottom. <laughs> you got Netflix? Is that, is that the new movie that came out where she plays the uh, woman singing? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was, oh, yeah. he stabbed the dude. That was yeah. very, that was yeah. good. Oh, spoiler? Mm-hmm. You ain't seen it? Oh. oh, for real. You seen it? No. Oh, you got to see it. It's pretty good. It's like a monologue. He watched the I pictured her in my head, but I couldn't think mm. of her name. And yeah, she looked greasy. You talking about need concealer on that oh, movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She was ready for a fight. Oh, man. Vaseline was happy on her. I took a shower at the movie. That's how. <laughs> it was greasy. It, 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 the trailer was greasy. Yes, yeah, it greasy. It was like sitcoms for 400. Jim Carrey, David Allen Greer, J-Lo. What is In Living Color? Yes. <laughs> Damn, I went quick on that. I was like, it could have been something else. It could have been <laughs> All she named the three characters. Like, okay, did this uh, skit? What's the name of the oh, skit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, brother. Um, let's go with black film for three hundred. Fresh ain't gonna ask no more questions. All the rest of the game, he's sitting on brother, that eleven hundred. Nah, brother, you ain't telling nobody. I got the one to do. Okay, I got this. This Spike Lee joint features Radio Rocking Moot. Uh-uh. His ain't go all the way. What are you talking about? Go ahead. He can give them. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, no, no. He gets to give me. He gets to give me. What is do the right thing? Yeah. I was nervous. I couldn't think of the movie. I was trying to delay. I didn't hear I didn't hear I was trying to delay. Like, what is the name of the movie? Oh, my God. I was trying to delay. Radio Ryan. Absolutely. Uh, give me uh, black sitcoms for 300, please. Black sitcoms for 300, please. The names of the four female characters uh, are living single. We had this, you know this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is Juanita? Who is <laughs> Regine, Khadijah, Sinclair? And Max. Quick cool question. He can stop in the middle. He started with what? She she did that. He can she, He can stop? Yeah, but I didn't finish the I didn't finish the answer. You started it though. Yeah. We gonna move right along. He got it. Yeah. He as soon as he said Okay. Okay, come on. Uh let's go with uh, Black Foods for three hundred. Let's go with bullshit for two hundred, please. <laughs> bullshit for two hundred. Some bullshit right there. This side is commonly paired with cornbread. What are greens? No. <laughs> oh, shh. Yes, that's your gimmick. Why is this gimmick? Collard greens? Collard greens. What is collard greens? 
Yo, y'all saucy. <laughs> y'all saucy. Collard green, sir. Collard green. Woo, no way. Green green. God damn it. Nah, y'all saucy. Y'all saucy. Y'all gonna take a thousand and not give me my... Okay, I'll see how y'all play John it. Greens are not greens. If you step Question in somewhere, expect some colors. Yeah, I, I feel you. Some I mustard and black. Question for you. you. If yeah. you get handed a plate of greens and there are full carrots in them, are you eating the greens? Where's my 300? <laughs> <laughs> we just wouldn't know. No, no, you're right. I wouldn't. I'd be you like, wouldn't who have... made these? <laughs> <laughs> that, that person that, would be that, right that, there. Hey, that day, it wouldn't be a potato salad. I'm like, what? He was online. He he, he went on IG. He went on IG and was making greens with whole carrots in there. We okay. almost, my question is, whose IG page was it? His. Oh, yours. He was doing okay. it. We was like, hey, man, if you don't get this Those off your page. Those were the most delicious carrots you would have ever tasted. In greens? In greens. Nobody in they. When was the last time y'all ate a goddamn carrot? You can't be trusted. I, I, I ain't say today. it again. Well, I, ate, I ate a carrot today. You can't be trusted. You don't I, trust. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ate carrots today. <laughs> carrots? He's carrots. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, carrot cake? <laughs> You beat me to it. Oh, man. Black music for 500, please. Oh, my God. Couldn't wait. I don't know why the hell I said anything about greens. <laughs> I couldn't wait. Whole baby oh, carrot. Hey, D was Whole waiting. baby carrot. He was like, I got this in the clip. Right? <laughs> I'm ready to go. Whole baby carrots and greens. And got mad at us like we were wrong. Mm, a shame. <laughs> Take his points for the, for the baby greens, baby carrots. Technical. Just oh, it's, who's it on? Is it, is it on me or? It was on him. It was on me. Oh, you said Thank Black Music 500? No, he did. Thank you. But you didn't win. He won. Did he? Yeah, he won I Black did. Collard Greens. I mean, oh, he said sorry, Collard Greens. My bad. See how he did that? No, we'll, we'll get the same one. I'll take the oh. same one. It's all good. All right. Thank you, bro. Yeah, I got you. This is what singer Jill Scott ate for breakfast in her hit song. <clears throat> if you don't get this. What is two scrambled eggs? <laughs> oh, no. My brother. Grits and grits and grits. Grits. Two scrambled eggs. Grits. Up uh, 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 and nothing. Wait, 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 wait. No, you got stuck in. And nothing. Grits. No, wait, wait, wait. You out. I'm sorry. I got that right. Did you? No, you. Uh uh. He over there with that Al Jarreau. <laughs> to all be fatties, but you all let it be. Pick a lot of insects. Did he lose him 500 points? No, hold on, Ten, hold on. Nine. Hold on, I got that right. Great. Two scrambled eggs. Six. Five. Toast. Three. I said that. No, it's too late, though. I did we say. I said toast. I said toast. Toast, two scrambled eggs, all together now. Green. I said toast. No, you did not. No, you didn't. No, you I said lactose. I said lactose. No. <laughs> I didn't say toast. God, y'all made me nervous. You start counting, that made me nervous. Oh, I messed that up. God, I'm never going to win this game. I'm never going to win. <laughs> all right, let's go Black Actors 500. That was a great-ass album, too. This actress played Glinda the Good Witch in The Wiz. Oh, oh. Um, I need to watch that uh, movie. Uh, not all the way through. I might be wrong on this one, but you who is Lena Horne? There you go. Hey, Lena. 
so 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 somebody else has been in acting class here. So Fresh will act like he knows and what's gonna answer, knowing he ain't gonna do shit because he's gonna sit on his four hundred points. So he's like, ah, oh, ah, look around, ah. He ain't gonna uh, doing shit. He ain't gonna push the buzzer, buzzer the rest of the day. So yeah. the first time we had the four people from Living Single, I did exactly that. And what happened? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. All right, that's your favorite show of all times. Only one you've seen. Maxine Shaw was my, <laughs> she was my crush. And I saw who her husband was. Yeah, like, um, let's go black. Let's back on let's go black actors for two hundred. I can still, I can still win. Actors, not sitcoms. There you go. <laughs> I gotta get all these right. What about it? Black Dang. Sitcoms. All black actors. Actors. Okay. actors. This highly accredited actor has appeared in over 100 films, has over 180. Who is Samuel L. Jackson? There you go. Yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you. Yeah. yeah I, I, oh, I Samuel like, did. That's yeah. that motherfucker. Motherfucker. He, he in every goddamn thing. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, let's go with. Even Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was even in Shark the movie with the shark. Yeah, he, he got his, he got his, had his yeah. bit up, boy. Yeah. <laughs> he got bit the shit up. Let's go. I was like, no. <laughs> Start tore his ass up. Black sitcoms for two hundred. <laughs> Sisters separated at birth. They are reunited. And... What is sister sister? Yes. Mm-hmm. Sister sister. Sister mm-hmm. sister. You see this shit? You, you see this shit, right? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You 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 witness the shit. You, I'm sister, I'm looking sister. at you, brother. Uh, black foods for 200. This is a Louisiana dish introduced by slaves mixing okra and rice to make stew. What is gumbo? Yes. I was going to say that <clears throat> shit. I hit the button, but it didn't do it hard enough. <laughs> I want y'all to understand our ghosts are in here like rooting that somebody beats me today. <laughs> I want y'all to understand that right now. I mean, can we get a now that D Scott is out of the running for missing toast and grits. Yo, all I'm going to say is I got a thousand dollar deficit. deficit. <laughs> or so whatever it is. You did. You came all the way I back. I said, well, no matter what happens, I had a thousand dollar deficit. Where are we at, point wise? Yeah. They're tied at 1600 I got 400 And And a nigga had a thousand dollar deficit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's just let's put that out there. I mean, you don't get no points for answering shit wrong. I don't. I don't. No, you. I don't get no, no point. Shit wrong. Yeah, yeah that's my damn point. <laughs> Kicking myself. Okay, come on, let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's go with black film for two hundred. Black film for yeah. two hundred. Mm-hmm. The classic black film in which this infamous line appears. Every time I'm in the kitchen. What is Friday? All yes. the food, the all the hallmark, <laughs> all the pig feet. I want pig feet. Yes. I like hog mold. Great. Ooh, fresh, you better watch out. <laughs> I mean, if I don't lose to D. Scott, I ain't. Great. You're fighting, son. Uh, let's, go, <laughs> let's go with uh, black music for 200. This famous male singer was shot and killed by his father. Who is Marvin Gaye? Yes. We all need that one. Uh, black sitcoms for 100. <laughs> The school where Denise attended in a different world. <laughs> oh, what is Hillman? Yes. Almost messed that up, too. Shit. Got me little points. Uh, uh, triple daily double? Triple <laughs> weekly double? Uh, uh, they get you 300 points. I got that wrong? I got that wrong? <laughs> Go get oh. 300 points. 
Just give me a black foods for the last motherfucking hundred points. <laughs> Eat these two foods on New Year's Eve for good luck. We had this before, and I don't understand that. Oh wait, there's two of them though. Wow. Last time it was just one. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know it's two. Okay, Shit. I know three, but uh, uh, I know one because and I never heard it before in my life what? until this. Oh wow. One's black eyed peas, but what's the other one? Because uh, that's one. It says two. Uh, but you didn't. Are we not using those? I'm just saying. No, I don't know the other one. So I'm just saying. So you can't talk. Yeah. Some people just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> I just threw it out there for somebody to take it home. <laughs> so we don't have a tie. We're in a tie right now. We're about to be in a tie. Look at busy. I don't want to look. Cause... <laughs> oh, you can't look. Oh, yeah, you guys can't look. Well, look at what? Busy says sudden death. Right. Oh. <laughs> I mean, there's still opportunity to answer there this. There is. There's another one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Eat, I'll repeat the question. Eat these two foods on New Year's Eve for good luck. Look at him. Come on, friends. 15 years. Put it out there. Look, why, listen, why are you? Y'all ain't yeah. so food. <laughs> Black food. Mm-hmm. Black food. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Um, black foods. So you said black eyed peas. I'm sorry. Hey! Um, hey! No. <laughs> um, <laughs> greens. Ah! Huh? He's still good. Oh, what is greens and black eyed peas? You already got to give me. No. You never got to give me. He did get a gimme. He did get a gimme. I'm hitting Look, it. this ghost in here trying to like. I, I'm in here. I, I'm in here. Uh, can I ask the question, please? It's okay. Yeah. I never hit the bus, so to stop him from winning and go to Southern Devil. What is black eyed peas and greens? No, he it's wrong. Was he was wrong, answer. so he lost a hundred points. What are you talking about? Oh, wow. oh. <laughs> well, I lost some points too. Yeah. We can go to Sunday. No, we can go to Sunday. <laughs> what was the answer, though? What's the answer? What is black eyed peas and cabbage? I didn't know. Those don't even go together. They don't go together. Yeah, this is just together. I've never even heard this my whole entire life. Yeah, black uh, cabbage and bacon go together. Goodness gracious. Oh, wow. Chris said, What is pork and grapes? Come on, man. Stop it. Oh, man. oh, God. Okay, cool. Last question. That was it. That was it. That was it. That was All it. Right. This motherfucker won again. All right, y'all. Wow. Okay, so. <laughs> Dehan, 1,700. D. Scott, 400. <laughs> Fresh, 1,800. Dehan, thank you for trying. Yo. Thank you for Honestly, thank you for trying. Thank you for trying. Thank you for having the courage. Thank you for having the courage to actually try to win this thing versus trying not to lose. I appreciate that. <laughs> Maybe you can rub that off on your your friend here to actually try Don't to win. 
talk you into walking on a landmine. <laughs> like, you walked on a landmine and you didn't have to. He he he, he pressured you to do that. I didn't pressure. We boys. Everybody else in here. Just, <laughs> listen. <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm gonna hop on this table, dog. Hop on this table. At the end of the day, sometimes in the pursuit of ultimate victory. You have to accept the fact that sometimes you just got to be Thanos. You just got to be Killmonger. You can't just sit up there and, and, and try to be nice all of the time. <laughs> because at the end of the day, trying to please everybody gets you nowhere. You have to get down into the muck, focus, and go after what everybody is trying to deny you. Today, everybody was trying to deny Imminent victory. <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense. You would expect that on your home court, you would at least get a bit of fairness. But nonetheless, it doesn't matter. When you really want it, you go after it, you put yourself in position to win. Because that's what men do. Men like Robert Ory with seven rings. Men like LeBron that always has ultimate adversity when it comes to championships. You don't let it stop you. You do what you have to, no matter what. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that has been Black Jeopardy, and we just want to thank you guys so very much Yo. for participating. Thank you, sir. It has been yeah. amazing. It was, was real dope. spicy in here. <laughs> Shout out to Dayhan. Yeah, no doubt. D Great Scott. Uh, of course, this is the end of the show, so we have to uh, give you guys the Black Business of the Week. Yeah, uh, and the Black Business of the Week this week, we're going to celebrate Sugar Jam. Southern Kitchen, they are in Scottsdale. They just recently had a uh, bourbon and brims event with uh, in, in connection with Straw and Wool. You know how we love those guys. But uh, a special shout-out to Sugar Jam because they used to be in a very small location in Scottsdale. And even during COVID, because they have such a uh, dope customer base that just absolutely loves their food, and they are definitely crushing the market, they moved into a huge space that looks like something that, quite honestly, in our community, we may not be accustomed to. And we're just very, very happy uh, for them and their success. So when you guys get a chance, please go up to uh, – Sugar Jam up in Scottsdale and try the shrimp and get grits um, and maybe have some toast and scrambled eggs <laughs> with that as well. <laughs> so please make sure to visit, visit Sugar Jam. We, we are so thankful for them to be in the market. And remember, the reason that we are always trying to uh, promote these black businesses is because you are taking away your victimhood and claiming your victory by circulating the bag in your community. And of course, we always want to promote our guest that is in the building if you could let them know where they can find you and what they can find you in if you are looking to purchase or refinance a home or looking to transition into a career that has more opportunity in income feel free to hit me up directly on ig dehan london or you can contact me on facebook dehan j I'm sorry, Dehan L. Johnson. Or you can always call me. My number is 602-315-5369. I'm very direct. Call me, text me. I'd be happy to speak with you, um, answer your questions, and put you in a better position. And uh, shout out to Erwin Daniels and the whole entire crew 
look for a new movie coming out real soon. Title to be determined, but um, appreciate everybody in the background to help us out. Peace. Excellent, excellent. Oh, y'all like my shirt? Dope. Yeah. Hey, I'm glad. Uh, this is a piece uh, at freshindope.com. That's fresh, the letter N, dope.com. Uh, I'm used to just making shirts and, like, they just being there. So I'm glad y'all like it. Please you made go that to the shirt? Website. Yeah. Why did you not say that when I asked you? You made that shirt. I said that. I didn't know you said you made the shirt. Yeah. Good job, sir. Thank you, brother. I need to get one of those. Man, flowers everywhere, yeah, man. Yeah, that's this dope. What's up. So, yeah, freshanddope.com. Uh, circulate the bag, y'all. Uh, for the Mentor Podcast, oh, shit. it is the one and only D. Scott D. Music. D. Scott, yes. <laughs> Dehan London in the building. Uh, soon to be uh, Academy Award winning actor. And I am fresh. So glad to have you guys here. We're looking forward to seeing you all next week. Shout out to Dre and the Gunner and the Twins. We'll see you guys next week, 7 p.m. Tuesday, right here on Facebook. It is the Mentor Podcast. Salute. Excellent work, y'all. Excellent show. Coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> we done?